When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, hello, Geekscape. Uh, this is James, or as everyone will know me, as Jiminy Cricket on the forums. Just leaving a voice message on the Super Duper Geekscape message thing. Say, hello. And, uh, keep up the good work with the show. And, Brian Gilmore is really creepy. And he only gets mad about it, you know it's true. Okay, that's all I've got to say. Bye-bye. Hi, Geekscape. It's Zim. Sandstone. You, you know I love you, right? You, you know I, I never, ever meant to say anything that would hurt you, right? Because, I don't know, she's just messed up right now, and the way you threw things when you left, you know, it made me think you didn't want to be with me anymore, and I just wanted you to know that I love you, and if I say anything to hurt you, you know, I didn't I didn't mean it, it was more of a reaction, you know, you, things you said weren't right either, that, that was messed up, but you know what, it's not about you, it's about me, and I love you, so... Call me back, okay? Okay? Okay, Steve? Call me back. My phone will be on. I love you. Bye. Geekscapist, welcome to episode. What are you laughing about, Brian? <laughs> Nothing, Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Geekscapist. Welcome to episode 104. Uh, this is Geekscape, the weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast. I'm joined every week by a guest co-host. Uh, this week it's Zach Haddad. He's a good buddy of ours from Film Threat. Now he's just a Geekscape regular. I mean, I where so. do your loyalties lie? I, I don't know. I think uh, I'm getting close to getting inducted into the, the Geekscape lineup if I haven't already. Do I have to kill somebody? Or what sure. exactly? I, I just gave you a Roman helmet. Yeah. Can you come over here and give uh, Zach Dad <laughs> a Roman helmet? Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know who, what a Roman helmet is, we're not going to answer it here. Uh, do you I'm, know? There's, there's yes. Wikipedia. I'm there. Jonathan London, your host, and I'm sorry that we weren't here last week. Uh, I was filming, and uh, over the like a nine-day period, and it just wasn't going to happen, you know. Uh, we, we had 12-hour days. Zach joined us for two of them. 
only because I, I, I called you and I go, hey man, could you possibly right. help us yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was fun. I had, I had a blast. I hadn't worked on a set in a while. I think since like Game Over, that movie. Yeah, your, your, your student, your thesis, right. which, which I think is awesome. When, are, when is the audience going to be able to watch Game Over? Uh, it's already been screened. Uh, right. Brian actually came to the screening, but hopefully I could get it into more um, film festivals coming up here soon. Okay. I, I tweaked a couple things with the fight scene, so I just wanted to make sure I, I switched a couple things around before I started getting it out there. Ultimately, though, I, I don't know what I'm going to do after I get into festivals. Sure. So, right now... Are you just going like without a box.com and just like checking as many film festivals as you can? Yeah. That is how I racked up like credit card debt on Game It On, and I don't regret it. Because, you know, it gets you out there. It gets you, like, your first couple of gigs, you know. But but it's dangerous, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's so yeah. easy to check a box and then see a receipt later. You know what I mean? And just submit, 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 submit. But the numbers game, man, you got to play it. Yeah. Um, I, I use Chris Gore, who's kind of like my, my human without a box. Yeah. Because he wrote that book or whatever. So he's oh, just yeah, like, yeah. send it to these festivals. and so. Yeah, some of them are good and some of them you show up and it's like, why did I spend... $40 when these guys are only going to rent like a broken down theater and play it off a laptop exactly. which is tough um, but hey film festivals get started somewhere um, Sundance is going on right now we have uh, a correspondent there he's going to be writing up an article that's going to be on the site this week reviewing some movies so as far as film festivals go we're not skipping the biggest one we just aren't there because I was working um, and because I have $10. And because Gilmore <laughs> has $10. Gilmore, why do you only have $10 to your name? What, what, what happened? I mean, you were, last we saw you, you were a working man. You, um, nope, well, that up, John. Life was awesome. You, no more. No, no, did you give up, you gave up life as a working man, or did working give up you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the company I used to work for went under completely. Gilmore is a victim of the current economic crisis in this country and around the world. And so everyone lost their jobs, and uh, I'm still waiting for unemployment to come in. Uh, and uh, all the and I had some freelance stuff that I was doing still hasn't come in to the point where um, oh it's all just debt. And I have like so basically I'm I'm expecting like a few grand to come in, and when they come in at the end of this week, it's basically gonna instantaneously evaporate and leave me with twenty bucks again. Yeah, because you just gotta pay off everything. Yeah, you're everything. Oh, just, oh my it's god, it's horrible, horrible. But um, life can suck. But yeah, sometimes. I have ten dollars though, and I've had these ten dollars for a week and a half. And I'm becoming kind of attached to them. Could, could you, <laughs> do you want to frame for it? Eventually, like, I think I will. I think. Let's, let's see how long you can hold on those ten dollars. I know. Yeah, I will. I want to see how long I can go and without these ten dollars without taking into other things. Like friends are taking me out to meals. Um, st everything that I've ever bought for my kitchen is being eaten right now. So like all this like two year old like Annie's macaroni and cheese, like any the any of the ramen. You've yeah, got you were in making there. ramen the other day. You might I spend ten dollars on the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> this point. No, oh, I but you don't have health insurance. Oh no! I will be spending ten thousand dollars on the doctor just cut, to get cut checked. to Gilmore later tonight, just squeezing out ketchup containers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got. I got to the point he's where I, he's like putting ketchup on ants and eating them. I got to the point where actually I had um I, I had some pizza leftovers uh from like the weekend and last night I was eating them and I I started putting it in my mouth and I'm like. Do I really need this right now? Mm -hmm. Or could this be lunch tomorrow? Oh, I'm like, Gilmore. Oh. All right, and I closed it up. Had it for lunch today. It was stale but delicious. Gilmore, you're like a little vagrant. Right now, yeah, totally. I just want to give you a hug right now. Gilmore, I, I want to give you a hug, but you probably smell like shit because your water's been turned off. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's great. I have all my bills. What? Can we give him the paella? 
Gilmore, what are you doing for dinner tonight? Um, uh, probably sleeping. Would you like to eat some food here? I would. Okay. I actually would really. And and, and because in Gilmore, Laura bought sandwich fixings, um, and I was working all last week, so I didn't get to make sandwiches because we were eating on set. If you want to come over tomorrow and eat sandwiches with me, you can do that. We can. I will we still can, eat sandwiches. We can watch a movie and eat sandwiches I was, together. All I, have left, hands. all I have left is Easy Mac. Uh, I think. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Let them do the. Sh- let them earn Let's his food. Let's do the show. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Earn but, your. Keep. But thank you. Get, now, Gil, Gil, what, what I'm worried about is that everybody complains about you talking in the episode. Now your stomach's gonna be talking throughout the episode. Actually, I've, like, I've lost like a considerable. Yeah, we were talking about Pull your this. shirt up. Let's see your abs. Ooh. You, no, 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 no! Don't suck in. Don't suck in. Let, okay. let it go. Relax. Just enjoy. <sighs> Shake it out. Shake it out. That's. Gilmore, I'm fucking worried about you, man. Right? You might this, have a tapeworm. This looks good. <laughs> Come on, come stand in front of the. Look at, this. Yeah. Like that's, look at him, sweetie. Look at, that. look at that, it's something. Sweetie, he doesn't have that little fucking. Pu- Dude, I'm worried about him, man. That's, that's good. He might have a tapeworm. Like, no, I feel like, good. Just standard, like, little Ethiopian yeah, I'm gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, it's just gonna be just gas. All right, and, and the bacteria. Well, that's the rest of our listeners. So, what do you want to talk about now? Yeah. I don't know. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> we're worried about you. If any of you out there want to adopt a Gilmore. Um, Please find help for yourself. That's why, like, that's. I just touched his belly. It's pretty. Did you do that? Yeah, I did. Oh. Yeah. I can't, even, can't even feel it. I can't even feel yeah. things anymore. So. Oh Jesus! That's... Might eat your fucking finger. <laughs> <laughs> um. So guys, Geekscape. We got to talk about movies. Uh, Let's do it. Zach and I went off with my brother and Laura to see a movie that I, I wasn't going to see originally <laughs> until it started getting Maybe. a lot of good reviews. I wasn't planning on seeing my bloody Valentine in 3D. I thought. That it looked horrible And the reviews said that the movie was fun So seeing a lot of the positive feedback on it I said, you know what, I might give this this movie my $10 Plus it's 3D I had some worries about how the movie had been marketed Because there's this one commercial running on TV That I thought <laughs> yeah. was ridiculous And it says It shows all these slasher shots from the movie The movie is about a mining town Where there is a cave-in In which they blame the... Um, Mine owner's son in trapping a bunch of miners in there, six of them. Five die, there's one left who supposedly killed the other five so that he had enough air. Yeah. Once he's rescued, this is all told in the opening credits of the newspaper. Once he's uh, rescued, he's crazy and he's in a coma, right? Right. And once he wakens from the hospital, he's uh, he goes on like a killing Starts spree. Killing everybody. The sheriff of the town is played by Tom Atkins, who we all know from Halloween Three, season yep. of the witch. Uh, <laughs> and um, and so so this guy goes on a which is hilarious. Tom motherfucking Atkins, who's the man. Yeah. And so he goes on this killing spree uh, once he awakens from the coma, and uh, he targets the mine owner's son. Right, who's friends with Kerr Smith from Dawson's Creek and uh, Jamie King, who we interviewed on Geekscape and is cool. Uh, and they, they managed to escape from this crazy guy, right? And the, the mine collapses again. You don't really see the guy die, he gets you know run off he by the sheriff. Off, yeah. Flash forward 10 years, Kerr Smith, Kerr Smith's character is now with Jamie King. Everyone looks Everyone looks pretty, s- pretty much the same yeah, except for a couple of wrinkles no and facial hair. No, that's and, uh, yeah. and and the, the 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 mine owner's son, played by the dude from uh, Jensen Ackles, Jensen Ackles, Ackles, from Ackles. From, uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. He comes back into town to sell the mine, and guess what? Ten years later, weekend of Valentine's, people start dying again, but they're dying in 3D. Um, There's a 3D sex scene. 
There's 3D mention. boobies bouncing. 3D around. There's boobies. 3D fucking meat curtains running around. Yeah, that's. Meat curtains. You saw her it was JJ. Nice. It was nice. Okay, it wasn't curtains. It wasn't curtains. Laura knows the difference between curtains and nice. Yeah, no, I mean you don't get up in there, but uh, the movie was the, the movie was good. And you know, you know who she's having uh, sex with in that scene? Todd Farmer, the guy who wrote Jason X. I did not know. I that. talked to him at a uh, Comic Con. Really nice guy. He's the bald guy. Uh, so guys, the movie straight up is fun. I really enjoyed the movie. Is it is it great? Guys, it's a pretty it's a, fun slasher movie as far as slasher movies go. Right. It has a lot of shout outs like uh, like Todd Farmer's cameo and having Tom Atkins in it. You know, he's the guy, I can't even tell you how these people die because I think the deaths are pretty much fun. Uh, and then the dude who yeah, plays Locke's father. Dude who plays Locke's right. father. Yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was from, like, from I've seen him in something recently. Yeah, I totally That's forgot. the first thing. I'm like, oh, Locke's dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, Roadhouse. Laurel, yeah, and he's from Roadhouse, of course. Um, so the movie's a lot of fun if you guys are looking for a horror movie that's fun. And in 3D, I think that they, they did a really good job with the 3D. It was, it wasn't totally gimmicky. You it was know? the best 3D I've ever seen. Because well, te- the technology's great. The technology's awesome. But th- we've had a lot of the three 3D movies recently. We had like Beowulf, Bolt, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, <laughs> Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. And yeah, but it uh, wasn't like look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple shots where people are pointing guns at you and stuff like that, but they're not doing it unnaturally. They're they're literally looking for a motherfucker to shoot. They're not looking at the audience. It's practical. It's so it's done really well. Uh, the deaths are awesome. Uh, if this is really kind of the movie that you want if you have a lazy matinee Sunday. Right. You know what I mean? You just want to see a silly movie and have a lot of fun with your friends. This is what you want to watch. What you thought you were going to do when you walked into Punisher Warzone, you're actually getting here. That's what I was going to say is that Lionsgate's been kind of weird recently because this was a Lionsgate movie, yeah, wasn't it? And yeah. The they, yeah, we've got Spirit, Punisher, all these just terrible movies and something that yeah, it wasn't like the greatest thing ever, but it was it was fun, a little escape. It was movie. bad. Though. It was oh of course well, it's yeah. bad, but in that way that it's a you know what they did they hired people who worked within the genre to make it. It's like you watch the Spirit, you watch Punisher Warzone, you watch these genre movies. Mm. It feels like they went outside of you know like with with Punisher Warzone they got a director who's she didn't have, she hasn't done a, a crime movie she hasn't done like a street level crime movie so she does Punisher and and, and I don't know if the, the character really worked. With the spirit, you get a first-time director who knows visual storytelling on a flat panel, but has no sense of pacing. So you get a movie like The Spirit, where the pacing is just non-existent, and you're watching what seems to be an experimental film. With this movie, they went to horror people, written by horror people, directed by horror people, throwing this new technology to give it that little extra bump, and you end up with a really enjoyable movie. Despite its storytelling faults, which and Jensen Ackles, which, which, which you and, forget, yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, on top of Jensen Ackles, you get uh, that Frenchie. The, Frenchie. There's was a shot of a motel, and Lewis, this, uh, this Rufus-looking Frenchie is coming straight to freaking camera, and it's like, wow, that is one of the best shots ever on 3D. Which brings me back to my first complaint about why I may not have seen this movie. The commercial is ridiculous. They hype up the 3D throughout the entire ad campaign for this movie, and the commercial on TV goes, If you're a fan of 3D. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, this is a slasher film. Uh, What that commercial should have said is, If you're a fan of 3D, 
You're ten years old. Because <laughs> the only movies that you Spy Kids, yeah, you've Bolt. seen Spy Kids, Bolt, Hannah Montana, Montana, Journey to the Center of the Earth, Earth. soon to be Coraline. Maybe the on. only movie that was fit for you if you're older is Beowulf, and that's PG thirteen. So it's like, who are you, Mark? Like, wait, fan? <laughs> if you're a fan of three D movies, you're not old enough to see this movie that we're making. Uh, yeah, every time I saw that commercial on TV, I thought it was ridiculous. Um, luckily, the movie is ridiculous, but with a lot of redeeming attributes. I couldn't believe that that was their catchphrase. You love 3D? Where the hell have you been? Like Jaws 3D. But are, you, are you with me, though, that Jensen Ackles, whenever he said more than a few words at a time, it felt like you were watching a movie in a movie that was making fun of horror movies? Okay, I can see that. I, just... I can't get out of this voice. This is his regular oh, voice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I it's a little much. He's a good-looking kid. He's a he, he's a kid. he's a cool actor. Kara Smith is is a good kid. You know, out of the Dawson's crowd, he's the one that I you know I'm like okay cool at least you know he did uh he did what was the one where they're going down the list of uh, killing people with Devin Sawa. What was the name of that movie? Um, Final Destination. Final Destination. Oh yeah, he was in you that. Know, That's so, right. I mean, yeah. You know, I think Casper? he's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jamie King. She's cool, so I did not mind this movie one bit. Supernatural's good. I actually really, really enjoyed. I've only seen one episode of Supernatural ever, so I I really can't. And it's cool. Uh, I'm I'm with you. I've seen one episode. I went to the um, Paley Festival when they did Supernatural, and they showed an episode before they're like had like a talk with all the creators and people. And I I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's a cool show. I can see why people are into it. Um, We got to talk about shows that people are into Mm. Um, today. I was working with an uh, an actor, this guy Eric Youngman, and um, he's been in what's Eric been in? He's been in not another teen movie, Varsity Blues, uh, and I and I you know he's in this project, and um, we were talking about Battlestar Galactica. This is my DP Matt Matthew Rudenberg from South, the guy from South Africa. He's all about. Um, Can we switch your mic over to the other side? Yeah, uh, the, 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 the other Yeah, I'm getting all, I'm getting Hold all his breathing. What do, you, what do you need over here? Do you like yeah, that? Yeah, just pretty something sexy. where it's less cavernous. He's having the Ian thing where it kind of goes into his chest when he puts his arms He's together. ripped, bro. Yeah. There you go. You like that? Um, and and, and <laughs> so so uh, so Matt and I are talking about this new Battlestar Galactic episode because Battlestar is back and they have the Battlestar Galactic of the final episodes. And Battlestar Galactica, spoiler warning, next 12 minutes. When we last saw the Battlestar crew, they and the Cylons had joined forces to discover Earth, and they landed on Earth together only to find an, a barren, ashen wasteland of the 13th colony. The 13th colony is not there. It doesn't look like they've been there for some time. Um, they just find ruins, right? Mm-hmm. And some skeletons. So this is the super-hyped return of Battlestar Galactica. You let me know if his mic's okay. Is the mic yeah, alright? Yeah, just what put it think? high. Let's just put, put it high? high? Okay, okay. Like I always this? present difficulties when I come on the show. Yeah, it's okay. you and Ian. It's just the chest. You guys have a chest. And the, 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 it's the hair of the yeah. chest. Um, it's just enjoyable. It is the hair. So this was pretty hyped. We, we had ads on Geekscape for this. Um, we were all about the Battlestar Galactica. You know what? I'm looking forward to a show that's ending because I feel like they're going to get their storytelling in order and start clicking at it. Right. But what I told Eric, I asked Eric, I said, dude, have you seen Battlestar Galactica? And he goes, haven't seen any Eric of it. Eric Diaz? No, Eric, who was acting for us today. And uh, he said that he hasn't seen any, and I recommended him this. This is what I recommended to him. Watch the first two seasons, 
and then just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> then just walk away, because I really feel like this is a show in decline, and this new episode hasn't, it's just a continuation of the decline. Uh, some people really like this episode. I think Kramer Tron from our forums loves the episode. I liked it. Episode 14 it. of season 4 did not do anything for me whatsoever. Ooh, but you were also in the same camp saying that nothing really happened in like the first... Like, you didn't like it for a stretch where everyone else did. Yeah, season 4, it just... Well, Zach likes liked the episode 14. He, he did like the episode 14. What did you not like about and, it? And, and let me just tell you what happens. They find out that the, the planets are radiated, the 13th colony destroyed themselves uh, 2,000 years earlier in a nuclear wasteland, right? In a nuclear war. Um, among the... I'm getting to that, Laura. What? Uh, among oh, the, oh, among yeah, the yeah, bones, among the bones, they're Cylons. Cylons. They Cylons. They find Centurion-type helmets that are a little different, and they find out that the bones are Cylon bones. The 13th colony was made up of Cylons, similar to the kind of Cylons that are like Admiral Ty... Uh, skin jobs. Tyrell. Skin jobs. They have they skin have jobs. these flashbacks of what happened before. So they were you know the four that were revealed. You had Tyrell. You had uh, Tyrell. Uh, Ty Tyrell. 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 You got you got Tyrell. You got Ty. You've got what's the basketball player? Anders. <laughs> Anders. Yeah, <basketball> <laughs> <player>. <laughs> it still looks like basketball. Yeah, it I don't, does, yeah. Make it. You know. You know, and the, make it pyramid. It's still basketball. Uh, and then the Indian chick. Right. What is her name? I forget. Uh, I call her. I call her Dirty Skin. There you go. She is because her character is dirty. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so you got those four people. Racist. And uh, and 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 Terrell finds out he's like walking along a wall, and he realizes he sees this action outline, and he realizes, oh my god, this is this was me. I got nuked against this wall, and then I brought back to life in this body. And it's like, ho oh, hum. Okay, cool. Whatever. You also find out Starbuck finds her crash-landed corpse. Yeah, they, that's, big. that's big. At, at that was of, one of the parts of the episode I liked. Yeah, because it, it reminded it me of good. Luke going into the tree in Empire and seeing like himself. Oh, was it like all metaphorical like that? Yeah. Or was it well, like she's a Cylon? No, no. She finds a torched like, it was corpse in the, the beacon. Remember the Remember? beacon at the end of yeah, season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the beacon they found is her ship. And her her and Leoben go out there and, and find her body. And she burns it like Luke in Jedi burns Vader. So, just to finish that up. Um, you Pretty also epic. have uh, D. You remember Ooh. how D was married to uh, Apollo for quite some time, like in season two, three? Yeah, is that the black chick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what's going to happen to D the second that before the episode you see this previously on Battlestar Galactica, and a character that you haven't seen in a long time shows up. Introducing you know what's going to happen. They're going to gonna die. It's like Kaylee when she got flushed out of the uh, airlock. We hadn't seen her in like ep in like episodes, and I'm all so of a sudden you see that. this previously on Battlestar Galactica. We have a kid together. Oh, you're going to die this episode. <laughs> well, she she is hardest hit by this, you know, destruction of Earth. Because that's what, that's what they were looking forward to the whole season. Or the whole series. It's finding Earth. They find it. It's nothing. But I still don't get... Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? She, eats she just she just ran on a date with uh, Apollo. and We're spoiling like, everything. Because yeah. this episode didn't work for me on every level. But I, I don't... Who cares? You found a planet. Thank you. You found a well, fucking exactly. planet. They can't live there. Oh, so they know that they can't. They, they gotta keep there. moving. Oh, okay. That sucks. That, okay, that's fine. But what do you do? You know, if you're a storyteller and your job is to tell television stories and you're working with a visual medium, 
I don't see how Battlestar Galactica... I, I think the reason it's successful is because people enjoyed the first two and a half seasons. Which were about? Which were about a physical struggle. Okay. Cylons are chasing us. They want to kill us. And there are Let's no try Cylons and find Earth. Them. That is a physical struggle and a physical threat. Right? Right. There are Cylons among us. There are Cylons chasing us. It's physical. There are ships... There are ship battles, there are space battles. This is all physical stuff. Now we've gotten into a phase with Battlestar Galactica where all the, uh, where all the struggles are internal. You know what I mean? There's no physical threats. The Cylons and the humans get along. Um, but for like what, like two episodes They're so going far? to accept it. Well, well, you should have the other Cylons that are The aren't Cylons even... aren't, well, where the hell are they? Exactly. And on top of that, you know, this whole thing with D... That's all an internal struggle, you know what I mean? And it's fine. This is all too much character, you know, internal character work, and I'm not getting too entertained by it, you know what I mean? Because there's no representation of it, you know what I mean? Like, like, you, if you see a really successful TV show that has successful storytelling or any visual medium, um, the Joker is a representation of something metaphorical to the inside of Batman, but right? It's, still it's, cha- it's chaos versus discipline. But stuff still happening in the physical. And it's physical, okay. right? It's a physical representation of what the internal struggle that he has. You know what I mean? Right. Throughout the Dark Knight, Batman is thinking, "I'm going to give up the cow," right? The Joker is someone who has given himself up to that kind of abandon, right? Has no social responsibility. Batman's struggling with social responsibility. The Joker is the physical embodiment of Batman's inner struggle. That's why the Dark Knight works. You see what I'm saying? Right. These are things that you need. If Battlestar Galactica is about your inner humanity, the fact that they're being chased and killed by robots is the metaphor you need to shed light on, you know, struggle with your own humanity. But what about now the fact that, that's that they not, get... Now that's not a physical struggle But anymore. what about Who the fact cares? that they get to a planet that they've now found out is a robot planet and they found that the robots okay. have killed themselves? So what do you, where do you go from there? As a storyteller, like, like where do you go from there? Did they actually find out that the robots killed themselves? I don't they remember. Nu- they, yeah, they, 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 well, they nuclear they, war. They, I assumed war. if it was a planet. Of well, the, the thing is, so, like, I thought that maybe one of the other planets had nuked them. Was I watched this like at three o'clock in the morning? I guess no. I didn't grab well, it. Are there other planets? Well, I did not. I watched this in the middle of the afternoon. And I still managed to fall asleep several times throughout the episode. <laughs> yeah. So I assume the thirteenth colony is Earth, right? Yeah, it so is there Earth. There are no other planets. No, I thought there. It's not like we're being attacked yeah, by Martians. Earth. It's I guess Earth. Not. There you go. Now, I would like that. I would like something else to show itself as a physical threat, even if like, let's say the rest of the series is about unity or Cylon's human humanity, like persevering and moving on from their dream. And see, okay. I read that I read a, like a full discussion with the producers and the writers and they were like, "Well, we thought it was interesting to take away someone's dream and then see what they do." Like, what do you do once you everything you stri- like strive for is gone? And uh I have no problems with that as a story. But how do you represent it physically in a way that builds tension in a visual medium? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what is the physical threat that builds tension in a visual medium. We still need the Joker to show up and be like, "I'm going to destroy your city, Batman." <laughs> you know, we still need, we still need that. We still need a robot well, threatening about, to kill a human. Well, how about a conflict between the humans and the Cylons on whether or not they're going to stay on Earth? That's what I was uh, and, also thinking. Because obviously, the Cylons—it's habitable for the Cylons. No, I mean that's not even. Hey, watch the episode, but I, okay. I just think I, I just think this is not giving us enough of a of a threat to be entertaining. I think that people who enjoy this series 
are, uh, you know, they, they enjoy it because they, they fell in love with these characters and they're seeing how things played out. I'm going to continue yeah. watching this because, hey, there's only a couple episodes left. I'll see how it plays out. Am I enjoying it? No, I'm just kind of seeing it be put down, you know, and I'd really like to see some kick-ass, by the, by the skin of our teeth, suspense to really go out with a bang. And it doesn't feel like it's going out with a bang. It feels like it's going out with a bunch of revelations that are all fizzles. Wait until you find out who the fifth Cylon is. Which they say the the last part of the, the episode. Yeah, wait until that. Your eyes are going big out of excitement. But I could not have been more disappointed. I was like, okay, that character is I wonder if that's pretty, really... pretty throwaway in my book. Yeah, no, I... I agree. I wonder if that is really the last Cylon, though. Because when I saw it, I was like, really? Like, that's what you're giving me? Know. All of this hype? In, in this thing so I read, they said that they decided who it was towards the end of the third season. And over the break between the third and fourth season, they finalized it. And I just couldn't help but think that maybe more thought it should have been put into that earlier. Because that fifth Cylon is important through all those flash forward. Remember the Opera House and Lucy Lawless seeing the fifth Cylon and being like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Like, that's huge stuff. And you expect that person to be a major character. Like an Adama. Like an Adama or an Apollo or a, you know, if I keep noticing Even names, Gator you'll see that it's not shit. them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But You're not going to spoil that after you just spoil everything. Eh, we got to give you something to grasp onto. we gotta, okay. we got to give you some reason to watch this lame duck episode. Wow, I really wasn't. Didn't even talk. How did you why, feel why about you how like it was it? shot, by the way? Because that was what I had an issue with. I, I didn't like the camera work at all. I thought a lot of shots were pretty terrible, and that's talking for like Battlestar Galactica standards. No, I'm fine. Are those low? Not, not necessarily. I, I just never thought that like the. Never mind. Going off of that, uh, why did I like it? Yeah, why did you uh, like this? You, you, you'd brought up a good point that uh, I mean, I, I did very much love you know everything else that is Battlestar Galactica, and I was excited to see. The show come back after a hiatus, and I've got like, the last ten episodes, and so I just kind of got into it because of that. The whole Starbuck thing I uh, thought was awesome because mm-hmm. now where do you go with that? Uh, this whole harbinger of, of death thing, I, I can't wait to see where where that takes us. And uh, yeah, really just a bunch of story elements. The whole uh, D thing dying, like you had also brought up, uh, it was it was just more of a shock to me because I didn't necessarily see it coming. I guess you. You're you're right. The fact they brought her up out of nowhere in the in the beginning is proof enough that she's probably going to die. But I, I thought it was really random that she died because I never saw uh, evidence that she was the one most devastated by uh, Earth, uh, other than like her talking to in the Raptor uh, when they're flying back and she's torn up. That's a pretty important scene. For I that. totally forgot about that. Yeah, she. And there you go. When they're flying back, like that's pretty dev- Like she's totally devastated, and then she tries to get back together with Lee, and you're like, well, okay, cool. I guess she's excited about living again. And in the back of my head, I'm like... Mm. And then done. But I wouldn't leave her alone. Uh, so, yeah, this I mean... It's dark. It, it's really dark. It's a really dark episode. But you know what? It's only got a couple more episodes left. I'm going to watch this thing. And I'm really just hoping that... Uh, there was this kick-ass end of season. Remember when, when Lee had to go and like blow up some fucking base on like the back of an asteroid or like a moon or something like that? And it was yeah. just like a kick-ass moment. That was a definition of the character, you know what I mean? Uh, that was a definition of him as a leader. That was a definition of all the pressures that he'd gone on about being a pilot. That was a, that was a huge episode. We need stuff like that to end the episode. Where do you get those physical threats? Where do you get those things that... When your characters are put up against the wall, you know, between a, hard, a rock and a hard place, where do you get those things that, that define them, make them stand up, you know, for themselves? Want to give the Geekscape some homework? 
Uh, what would the homework be? What's the physical thing I can have? I mean, you guys, you know, write your own scenario, write They're your good. own They're good. They were writing fiction. a Geekscape movie on the forums not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was one of my favorite threads, was cast the Geekscape movie on the Geekscape forums. That was cool. Everybody's saying, like, who, who, is, who are you going to be? Uh, I don't know, but they, they actually, there's a newer one where they, uh, they've made up a plot. Well, well uh, our good friend St. Mort, who's a screenwriter, uh, wrote a plot for a movie in which I have been killed... Uh-huh. And by you uh, You assume that And then other people start getting picked off on the forums Right And uh, who survives and who lives It's basically just a slasher film starring yeah. me I think it's you as the killer Yeah I think it's unanimous that Brent Moore and Liz live somehow Because like, I guess they're like the most level-headed people in the forums Something like that I would think if I'm writing the script First off, I'm lucky to not be in it after five minutes Like, cool, make my death quick and get Go me out of here Like, yeah. I'm I'm like, collect my check and go home. Because that is not a movie I want to be in. Um, I don't even want to be in this movie. And uh, I have to be here every week for you people. <laughs> so uh, It sounds like that's your only reason to live. I gotta think. I gotta think. If we're doing a Geekscape movie, alright? And I'll include you in this, Zach and Ad. Yes. And if the plot was a St. Mortish plot yes. of... If, if, if it was a St. Mort plot of Gilmore's killing off of oh, one by one, who would live? What roles would we play? What okay, about Ben? What would Ben do? I'm dead. Okay, Ben said he'd survive, but I see Ben as the motherfucker with the hockey mask in in Halloween Three. Okay, like that fucker gets punked out hard. Yeah, like like Zach's gonna be like, I mean, Zach would be. Zach, I'd like to think that you're like a minor character who works in like a library or something. It's like who's back there behind the stacks, and like you get you die, right. you know, and you're back there. Like, <laughs> like, like like I would like to think that Zach isn't like part. Because you're new to Geekscape, you know what I mean. Right. You're still kind of like an outsider. Like you don't, he's not. You know, he's a mainstay. He's here now. He's clocked more time than I think any other guest. Right, but think about it. He's not, you know, but not Ian. Ian's been here since the beginning. Ian would be like a guy who's like, "Come on, you guys, go ahead." While well, he's like, getting blown away and dies. Like Zach's kind of the guy who dies because, shit, man, he just has to be the wrong place, at the wrong time. No. He's just the janitor cleaning up after the kids who just got killed, and he ends up getting killed too. Zach could be one of the guys that helps mod the the school bus to make it me proof. Yeah, and then he dies anyway. Right. Like, like, yeah, he could be like useful to the plot. Right. And then he dies, or like he tells him like the magic spells, or gives yeah. him tools to fight. Like the fat guy with the beard at a, in a thirty days of night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who then, for some reason, decides to run the fucking thing into a tree, or like into a into building? A building. Which is no, like, that made absolutely no sense to me. Yeah, I was like, dude, you're pretty, you're doing pretty good with this killing vampires thing. Why did you just run it into a building? It made absolutely no sense. It's not like he got hurt and was like, oh, I lost control into a building. He just, he just oh, kind of yeah. ran it yeah. into a building. I was like, <laughs> putz. After, and after that, he blows himself up. With like, like one other vampire in the building like, As all the other ones are standing outside Just like, chilling Yeah, Dumb yeah. fuck Okay well, let's not get wrapped up in that Because right. that movie is horrible This movie's good Gil- Gilmore's powers I gotta think You can't just You can't just be oh, I'm, getting, I'm getting up in this For real uh, I gotta think I gotta think that Gilmore all right. Gilmore's powers you can't just be a slasher right Because right. you're Cause too much a of a little bitch And like mainly, <laughs> like mainly slashers are like big stunt people looking like they're monsters like Jason Voorhees uh, Freddy Krueger is a little tiny though, yeah but he? he's got supernatural powers so which is what I'm go. saying he yeah, needs super- I need powers like, you got creep powers you need like creep powers you can't just be slashing at people that's why I think State Mort storytelling just isn't very developed alright 
Like he's got to look at the tool that he's working with, literally. The tool. And be like, okay, Gilmore ain't got much, but what could he do? He's more like the troll in Troll or Troll Two. He's more like Nilbog. Or the collection of trolls in <laughs> Nilbog is Goblin yeah. spelled you're backwards. Like, yeah, he's so. like Nilbog, and, and so so your power, you gotta have like a magic door or all or the like, critters. Maybe there's more than one of you, me. No, you don't even think that shit. I'll have nightmares. <laughs> um, I gotta think like like yeah, I'm I'm cool with you guys saying Brent Moore and Liz live. Martin Sheer, he's just gotta live because he's the fucking man. Martin Sheer, I love that guy. He lives. He lives because he's like, I'm in Canada. Fuck all of you guys and I'll die in America. <laughs> United States of America. Um, <laughs> Thundercat. Thundercat's the X Factor. All right, let's, let's talk about that guy on our forums. He, he's a crazy bastard. William Bibiani, who won co-host, shared co you know, favorite co-host, co-host of the year. year. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he gives it a good fight, but ultimately he dies. And you know He, he, he dies closer to the end, maybe? Closer to the end. Um... How do I kill people? We still haven't figured this out. Yeah, that's the center. Dude, that's the cornerstone. Dude, of the you movie. can fucking stare at them and they die or something That'd like that. That'd be kind of like cool, like powers. a Medusa type. We gotta thing. find your niche for sure. I mean, Willard's got his rats and Medusa. shit, and whatever. And like uh, you could like talk to vermin and shit like that. Like you got vermin. Like maybe you open up your stomach, like beetles come out or something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll work on that. Or I control vermin like vermin. Yeah, you're like vermin from Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we got that big Yanks. <laughs> We're saving Big Yanks for the sequel, all right? Big Yanks, like, like Gilmore goes to New York. They're like, Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, you could be like, yeah, Gilmore and Fifth Ave or something like that. I don't give a shit how much time is left in this Gilmore episode. I'm talking. space? Let's see. Gilmore in space is later. That's when you actually, like, meet Satori. And he's up there in, like, some, like, freaking satellite, like, shooting lasers and stuff. Because he's into science and stuff, all right? He's up there, like, I don't know. He's up there, like, uh, spinning around with some UFO. This is some in shit. No, no, like, no. If this yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if this is your first episode, you're pretty much fucked. Or you can join the community and get in on it. All right? Um, so you're there. Um, I'm stuck on Thundercat, man, because I think that guy's a loose cannon. <laughs> He's crazy. He's the kind of guy who, like... Thing is, most of those loose cannon guys who, like, break through a brick wall or come in and be like, save yourselves, they're selfless. Which is like not what this guy is. He's very selfish. He's selfish, but successfully so. You know what I mean? I don't think his selfishness usually in these movies it's a morality play. What's Whoever fuck, has sex or does drugs from or lost or is selfish. Which he's like uh, Sawyer, Sawyer from Lost. Uh, yeah, in the first two seasons. That's Thundercat right there. So I would like to think that. Um, <laughs> so. So. So, 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 so I would like to think. That, so let me think about this a little bit. Um... I gotta think, man. Maybe he's the weapon used to, to kill you. And, like, you know, he goes out, but, like, in some mysterious way that kills you. And, like, you're like, oh, that guy can come back for a sequel. Like, he uses all the medicine that he's been stealing from everyone else. To... No, that's too much loss. Like, maybe he, like, oh, right. tackles you into, like, a giant, like, meat grinder or something. And But, like, somehow he lives. Like, in the sequel, you're like, oh, my God, they both got eaten by a meat grinder. In the sequel, like, you see him holding on, like, in the flashback. And you're like, oh, he's still alive. The fact that there's a giant meat grinder out there that somebody throws you into. It's hey, very 30 days of night. Well, that's just the shit I want to see, man. I just want to see your ass get eaten by a meat grinder. All right. It's like 30 days of night. Just a little. But uh, it, it, it's a bad idea to get to the good ones. They got to send you to hell at the end of it. They got to send you back from which you came. I'll come back. Until you are from complete hell? again. Yeah. yeah, like the last shot should be like, Thun, you're back. You know, it should be like the yeah. fucking devil or something. It's like he's welcoming me back yeah. to hell. And then we're, we've finally gotten back together and we're going to rain. Yeah. 
gonna make it rain. Me and I can be like in the background getting whipped and shit, like trying to carry rocks up hills and stuff. Because you've gone to hell from the yeah, second that for the first second <laughs> of the movie. The, the movie should actually open on like my face getting ripped off or something like that. I should be like, oh, I talk a lot. <laughs> like that's just your muscles and eyes screaming. Yeah, <laughs> or still talking. Like I, I don't even pause to die. Um, wow, yeah. guys. Uh, looks like the, looks like the Scott Pilgrim movie is coming together. Kieran Culkin and Chris Evans have joined the cast. Kieran Culkin's playing Scott Pilgrim's uh, roommate Wallace. Yeah, who Wallace I too, I, I'm not the only guy who thought he was an Asian character in the comic. I thought he was Asian. It's I thought he was. Squinty. But, yeah. But Kieran Culkin, I think, will do a good job. Chris Evans, I think, is spot on for the movie star ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. Uh, Emily Blunt looks like she's probably going to play Natasha. The Black Widow in Iron Man 2, yeah. who I think in the script is um, roughly like Tony Stark's bodyguard or something. Emily like that. Blunt. Like that. Yeah. Emily Blunt. Yeah, I've been hearing. I've been hearing about that as well. That's it's gonna be interesting. I heard she's kind of like a quasi villain. I mean, they've got a whole yeah. bunch of villains. They're throwing That's what, the, What's the Black Widow though? Yeah, so she's a quasi. Sense. It can it can work. I mean, you know, we've been talking about Mickey Rourke as like um, as uh, the Crimson Dynamo. Yeah. Uh, and cool. and. Um, What's his name? Sam, Sam Rockwell as like Stark's competitor. Yeah. Um, Samuel Jackson may not return as Nick Fury though. Thank God. Really? Yeah. Because because they're having like a breakdown in negotiations. I guess that's Good. what the rumor is. Why don't you like him? Get him out of my everything. I'm well, Samuel L. Jackson out. The spirit. It's like there are other bald black men in Hollywood. I saw Jumper that recently. Like to work. You saw Jumper? Yeah. Have you seen Jumper? I saw Jumper. Jumper was had its moments. I, it was bad. What part? I didn't enjoy what it. What part of Jumper was a moment? Uh, just Rachel. Bilson? Bilson. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's it. Yeah. And the fact's just like, yeah, I'll travel through time for that chick. Or jump everywhere, is what I mean. I'll teleport it's my like Gilmore off. watches movies. I have a cool travel through time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, people are walking out, but he's like still there being like, I have a cool Miguel Rachel Bilson. <laughs> travel through time. And I'd shit. love to fly. <laughs> Why am I this guy with like a trucker hat right now? Like his <laughs> shirt off. Gilmore, <laughs> Gilmore sits through two hours of pain for that little moment where he like kisses Rachel Bilson and he's like, that'd be so cool. <laughs> that'd be so cool. <laughs> and then like nothing happens for another 30 minutes. He's like, oh cool, that guy went through time. <laughs> he, he when, he's, when he's actually teleporting, I don't even understand he the concept of the film. Hey, that's cool. Bill. Yeah, that's there you go. That, that guy just met Billy two. Elliot, and they both jumped around. <laughs> this movie's cool. Which was funny that that movie was on a little bit later on the same channel on HBO. Billy no, Elliot I went. Was. I went with to see that at a press screening with Savas Absabetis from Wizard. You mean the person that uh, he moved to New York? Yeah, I mean, the person who fucking flaked out on us when we could have had the whitest kids you know on. Who now have this movie that I saw in front of my bloody Valentine? Yeah, the that, trailer that movie. looks hilarious. Yeah, it, which one? It could be funny. What the fuck trailer was that? I saw the trailer too. What was it? I don't know. I um, saw like a lot of forgettable trailers. I was I was late to the Whitest Kids Valentine, You Know so. movie. Actually, looks really funny though. What was really? that? Oh, the Playboy oh. Mansion movie. Yeah, that looks funny. I, amalg oh, I amalgamated yeah. that trailer with the trailer of sneaking into the Playboy Mansion, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, no, that was the sneaking like, into the Playboy Mansion to try and get the guy's ex girlfriend. You, oh, the, you the cheerleading. That, you Ms. combine that with Ms. the one Marsh. that I thought was going to be football a, players become cheerleaders to get girls fired up. I was actually kind of disappointed because yeah. I'm like. Good for you, Bring It On franchise. You're finally in theaters. But nope. It's just some cheerleader movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I would actually... With Superboy from Heroes Season 2. 
Yeah. Yeah, that movie. Though both those movies, I was like, oh, those movies look pretty good to somebody who's gonna watch them because it and, won't be me. And more Christopher Guest uh, um, stowaways that will do any anything movie. Yeah. They're like, hey man, I'll eat that box over there for some money if you want. <laughs> I got all this improv training. Hey man. Um, talk comic books. I uh, managed to read a comic book through our shooting. I read uh, Brian Wood's uh, Northlanders. This is the guy who did demo and DMZ. Uh, it's illustrated by a guy named David Gian. Gianfes. Gianfelis. Uh, the artwork in Northlanders kicks ass. Pretty awesome. Um, this is a, a book about a um, a Norse individual during like the. I, I think the book takes place in 980 A.D. And um, he grew up in like one of the Norse Isles, right? And uh, w- went down to Constantinople uh, and fought there, right? Right. Was like a, he, he was like a uh, he was on a ship. They kidnapped him. They put him on a ship as a child. He grew up and um, in Constantinople, fighting his way out of slavery. Now he worked for a wealthy woman. Um, or a wealthy individual who, when he died, his daughter took the, um, the the business. It was like a trade business, and they became lovers, right? In the Constantinople. I don't know if you read this far. Um, the book starts though, when he is returning, he decides to leave Constantinople and like uh, like being like this big badass who uh, who has like yeah. troops and, and ships and stuff, and he leaves to go back north and claim what is his, which is his father has died. And his uncle's taken over the kingdom, which is pretty grim, you know, because it's these gray aisles where nothing really grows and people are barely carving out a living. And now this uncle, evil uncle, kind of like Scar from Lion King, has kind of like, has kind (laughs) of like exploited the people, you know, and put them under an iron fist. That's exactly like Lion King. And he's going to free them, right? Um, It's It's pretty awesome. It is a lot grimmer than the Lion King and a crap load more violent. That's like the Lion King with people. It's like every fantasy metal fan's like dream, I think, well, to see stuff like this. Like, just ridiculous. And it's got titties. Yes, yeah, it does. Like, it's, like, he has sex with some chicks. I can't um, see that. But the, uh, I'm not going to show that on the internet. But the thing that's cool about this book is there's not a lot of, like, sword and uh, shield type books. I think Conan... The uh, the Dark Horse Conan book has been awesome since Kurt Busiek started it. Barack Obama likes it. Have you been reading Didn't Conan? Baker have you been reading? No, no. Have you been reading this Conan on Dark Horse? It, it's I've it's been, now been. in the fifties. <laughs> they restarted it with Conan the Sumerian. It's awesome. Uh, if you guys want to read like badass sword and sorcery type stuff, if you if you're still rolling a little twelve sided die <laughs> in your heart, the books to check out. Or Conan on Dar- uh, that Dark Horse is putting out, and then uh, Vertigo DC is putting out this Northlanders with uh, Brian Wood. I-, I picked up this first trade. It's nine ninety nine, which as far as trades go, that. that's really cheap. Is awesome, and uh, there's some badass sword fights in this thing, and not sword fights like Brian and I do in our private time, but sword fights like two men who are badass fucking fighting on the field of battle. It's like the same thing, really. Yeah, the field of battle being. Just the to- around the toilet seat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, you've read this a couple right. of issues, and um, how would you have I? How would you describe it? Like, why did you dig it? Because I know why I dug it. Because I'm not a man, and I like reading about people who are actually tough. I, I was mainly drawn to it uh, <laughs> because of Brian Wood's work. Like, I like I like 
Steam's here. I thought that was cool. I didn't get all the way through that, though, I will say. So when I saw the first issue at my store, I was like, oh, I'll pick it up. And I mm-hmm. thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I like that type of Viking stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to be pretty cool. I liked it. I just never never got past, like, issue two, I think. I just... There are very few places... Well, I, I like Geekscape. You know why? There are very few places you can admit stuff like, I like that Viking stuff. Yeah, I didn't even think of it. I just said, I like that Viking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I picked this up because I was in a bookstore with my parents over Christmas, and uh, they came to visit, and I saw The Road, the Cormac McCarthy book that's being turned into a movie. Right, which it's, got delayed, I believe. The movie got delayed. It's got Viggo Mortensen in it, and uh, I picked the book up, and then this was just nine ninety nine, so I picked it up too because, I, again, I like him from DMZ, his writing, and I thought this was awesome and it's paced differently than DMZ. This one's actually paced pretty quickly. But um, I read that book, The Road, in like no time. That is a quick read. It's a, it's a father and a son. It's like a lone wolf and cub, mm-hmm. road to perdition type right, story yeah, yeah. in like an apocalyptic world it's where there's crazy. nothing growing. Who writes that? Cormac McCarthy, the guy who did Old Country for No Man. No, old, no, no country, country for, for Old Man. Got it. Thank you guys. Um, that book's awesome. Huh. And it's, dude, you'll read it in it's a day. It's pretty quick. I read it actually, yeah, I was like in an airport last year and I picked it up and I liked it. It was a pretty good book. Yeah, it's grim, isn't it? It's like that last Battlestar Galactica. It's like that they're walking around on that planet, him and his kid. They have a little uh, push cart. Yeah, 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 no, if you guys are looking to read it. See, I read books. A lot of people don't think I read books, books, but I do read them. And uh, that was one I recommend to like the sci-fi crowd because it does take place in a post-apocalyptic world and it is similar to like Lone Wolf and Cub and Road to Perdition, which were originally graphic novel type stories. Um, But other than that, I've been kind of delayed on comics because of reading and uh, because of shooting and I'm going to go pick up some new comics tomorrow. I think I'm going to have to as well. I haven't bought any in a while. So video games are at a lull right now. Not sure. Going into video games, there's nothing. Well, it's because it's after we're the also, fucking October, November storm. We're, we're still playing games from December. What, what are you thinking, baby? It's been a long hour. I'm just I know. Uh, Laura's in here asking Gra- Brian what microwavable pizza he wants. Brian is weakly pointing to a barbecue chicken, which is fine and for I'm him. And I'm doing kind of like, you know, what you do to the can to drive at Christmas and you pull all your weird stuff that you'd never eat. <laughs> Brian's like... Falling apart, man. Thanks. Thank you, Lord. Brian, um, we will give you food. You just can't eat it in front of us. We want you gone. I'm kidding, buddy. You, it's frozen. You, you, you can eat it. Brian, in when, my when car. you ultimately get evicted, you can sleep right here. Aw, thanks, guy. For an hour before you keep walking south to Mexico. <laughs> um, so, no, uh, there hasn't been a lot of video games out. We're still kind of playing the games from. Uh, December, like yeah, you're, you're still playing, playing Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead, Gears of War, Mirror's Edge, Fallout 3. In all honesty, keep going. Um, the, the games I'm excited about coming up soon are, dude, they're Nintendo. It's Chinatown Wars on the DS, mm-hmm. and there's that? three fucking games on the Wii. The Conduit, Conduit yeah. Left 4 Dead, Mad, Overkill, Mad, Left 4 Dead, it, Overkill, and fucking Mad World. Yeah. Both those game, all three of those games were published by Sega. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, and of course there are a couple more. Um, early 09 games that I'm looking forward to Resident oh, Evil Resident Evil 5 um, but I tried playing this demo for Lord of the Rings Conquest yeah, that just came out well. what did you think of this demo because what I was excited about it was the prospect that it was going to be similar to the well not not. I wasn't into Star Wars Battlefront but remember the two remember the Lord of the Rings games that they put out on the PS2 oh that the were two towers two Tower. the king those games were great I love those games they're just like fun hack and slash games they yeah, was like it was like Golden Axe 
You yeah. know what I mean? But there was a bit of RPG in it that you could level up your characters, right. and uh, and it was fun. I thought this would be similar, uh, and I, I only played the demo, and, but I like that there's class systems similar to Battlefront. But it left just playing the demo. It left me wanting like a little more fluidity to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's definitely some clunkiness to it. I'll say I had some issues with combat, mm-hmm. but yeah, overall it was just kind of like an okay, like experience. I guess you'd say on the on. I played the multiplayer stuff for a little bit. Right. I don't. You have to be part of like the EA thing to, to yeah, be yeah, a yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. You have to. You have to get like an EA. How's multiplayer work? Uh, well, it's it's uh, teams of eight, mm-hmm. and uh, as you kill more, you get more points and everything. You can play actual characters within the universe. Mm-hmm. So of course, you, you could like get on uh, wargs, I think they're called. Yeah, that'd be and, cool. Which is pretty cool stuff like that, and then you'll end up being like Balrog and, and stuff like that, which is it's pretty cool like that. But you have to get a lot of kills, and sometimes you can die pretty quickly. So it has like those battlefront type aspects. It was it was okay, but. Um, Really wasn't that impressed with it because I, I did like those other games like you were talking. They about. were a lot of fun, and um, in a way, I feel like this game went too far in the Battlefront dire- direction to where it does slow you down. Like, yes, you die and you have to go back, and um, or it changes your perspective too much, so you have to reorient yourself in mm-hmm. order to keep the game f- moving fluidly. Right. You know what I mean? I would have liked a little more fluidity in this game. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, it's not a bad game. It's probably like it's probably like a bargain bin later on type right. of game. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that you always mark those games like uh, John Woo's Stranglehold, mm. and you're like, oh yeah, that that'll be good for bargain bin later. But when you actually get to later, there's all these new games that you're more excited right. about. So those games never get played. You know what I mean? Like oh, I never played through Stranglehold because I, I was like. It, yeah, stop playing it. I was like, I'm gonna beat that game. You know, I'm gonna get that game once it's on, you know, bargain bins, which it is now. But I'm too busy with Left 4 Dead and these new games coming out, and finally beat Prince of Persia. I was going through it. I wanted to get all the light seeds. Oh yeah, you didn't like that game. That shit was punishing. But you know what? Looking back on my Prince of Persia experience, I feel like the the game needed a lot more combat in it. It needed a lot more than just like, you know, a collectathon. Which right. is ultimately what it turns into once you've killed everything, and uh, you can beat that game really quick if you're just killing things because there's nothing in the game. You kill the bosses, you free the world, the end. Oh, yeah. But I, I decided to once I'd freed the world, do this whole collectathon, going and grabbing all the damn light seeds, and that shit took forever. Um, not bad, you know. It got me 50 achievement points. There so you go. It's all about the gamer score. Yeah, it's all about that. So take that, Jake 108. I got a couple of achievements you do not. He's back. Jake went away. Back, back in a back. big way. He's back. Yeah, I saw the. Like I, I, I know because on Friday we on every Friday we have a Jake article. The teabag and, prevention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we have those. And um, for a little while, um, I like I felt you know I I edit something on the Geekscape site every morning uh, or every midnight when I wake right? up. Right. Can't sleep. Um, Nightmares. Because I'm hungry. He sees people's faces <laughs> in the water. <laughs> Close my eyes and I see children on the water. He closes his eyes. That's what he sees, man. Yeah, it's just my childhood. At Comic Con, he like grab at me. I'm like, get the fuck, man! I'm trying to sleep. He's like, please. Wait. I'm uh, like, please, <laughs> Prince of Tides. Rock me back and forth to sleep. And I was like, what the hell? It's just like this is what it's like to know me. But um, I uh, yeah, no, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. 
And uh, Jake Onoeda is back. He's back. His articles rock. For a little while, I noticed like a slight lull in that he was just kind of like you know going through the motions. You're accusing Mile Rider of faxing shit in. Two or two or two, two or three times, he's just like, dude. It, he, even he said two times. But I I I, I uh, texted him this last Friday for this last T-Bag prevention. I'm like, dude. It's the best article you've written in like a month. And well, he's, he's on Gears like, of War two now. He's, like, he's rocking like, it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, man, I'm back. I felt like I felt I felt crap for a little while, but I'm back in a big way. And it's like, you know did what? He talk like yes, that? you are. He actually did. Talk I don't want like to work him for me if he talks like that. He'll end up raping my girlfriend. Talking like that through text. <laughs> I don't want to talk like that. Pretty epic. Well, well, I I was thinking I was like, man, he's writing all these Gears of War articles. Are people still playing Gears of War? But it looks like they're gonna have a new. They have new achievements that are coming out based mm-hmm. on new multiplayer maps, mm-hmm. and not just this new multiplayer map that they just put out, the combustible backpack. Oh, they have a I whole think there's one? a new one that's really? gonna come out. Huh. That's what was leaked today that's cool huh. so but his articles fucking rule yeah man if you guys are having trouble like me playing online and keeping up with other people you gotta uh what, what do we have here i think i'm gonna eat this pizza so let, let me see laura, laura what did you bring in Thank for you, gilmore laura. gilmore come here come here Thank you. what is that what is that it's a, it's a delicious Fuck yeah, i'm hungry pizza. bitch i'm hungry i'm gonna eat that right now oh we're finishing gilmore up. if i ate this right now it would almost be fucked up rubble, rubble. I, would, I would kind of break my heart a little bit <laughs> I would eat it. All right, Gilmore, you're gonna eat that pizza. We're Thank gonna you. wrap this up, uh, guys. Geekscape.net is where we uh, hang our hats. That is our geek website where we have community oh. forums, delicious oh. articles. You're, you're doing this. Mm. He just had an orgasm. Can't, you can't wait thing, for me to know. get through the plugs for ten seconds. No, please. You've waited two days to eat. Why don't you just wait another two minutes? The fuck! You're, I hope you're burning the shit out of the roof of your mouth. Are you? No, it's fine. Fuck. Um. So, guys. <laughs> Is that Guatemalan? Right? We have a MySpace page, MySpace.com/slash/GeekscapeNet. If you go on Facebook and you search for Geekscape, you will find us. Uh, we have a, a like a fan club, a group. We got all that uh, on Facebook. Can I be on the fan club? Yeah, yeah. Just click it and join. Um, Excited. We have a hotline. Which I can't remember the word, the, the the number whatsoever, ever. So it's at the bottom of the screen right now. That is the Geekscape hotline. If you guys call up, leave a message. I can play it on the show. Um, and this is my buddy, Zach Haddad. You can read his writings. Uh, do you write frequently for them? I haven't, I haven't written anything recently, but I know I'm probably going to be doing some reviews okay. soon. Filmthread.com is where you can read some of his reviews. Uh, until we're able to pay him and he can come over to us. And, Find me under and, a bridge. And, and you'll, by that time, Gilmore will be dead and he will be our <laughs> brand new features editor. Gilmore will have eaten his leg uh, and bled out. Um, so guys, uh, with it's been a grim storytelling episode of Geek Oh Skate. no, I had fun. You know, I think it's fun, but we've reviewed <laughs> grim subjects and we've talked about the Geekscape movie, which is grim. You get eaten by a meat grinder from hell. <laughs> and uh, Gilmore, I'm yeah. sorry to see you going through tough times, man. That's but right. karma's a bitch. Uh, we'll have, we'll have so nine <laughs> after this. Karma's a bitch, and um, this is just the universe's way of saying shut the fuck up during the episodes. All right, or we'll put you down like a dog. <laughs> so that's what that is. Um, Done. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, we got Whistlepig coming out. Whistlepig, remember Chris Papalios from Punchline? Yeah. He's putting out like a Shel Silverstein style book called Whistlepig of like poems and shit like that. I feel like I've heard of that. And uh, he and his buddy Tony Hartman are putting this book out. So we're going to talk to them over the phone next week. 
and all that. The book comes out February 2nd. And then I'm going to Austin in mid-February to uh, hang out with uh, Brent Moore and Liz, who have survived the Geekscape movie. We will be there Valentine's weekend to hang out with them. And Liz thinks I'm sexy, so... Oh, so who, who knows who might Someone's getting blown. Yeah, yeah. It won't be me, but someone might be on Valentine's. It won't, yeah, I, I don't assume know. it was you. It won't be me. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy. Why don't you eat in front of the camera? Yeah, do it. Why? Because it's the worst idea I possibly had in the last five yeah, minutes. Yeah, that was really, okay, really Okay, don't, don't eat in front of the who camera. Who wants to see that?